Hubhopper Originals. Welcome to Zero Down, presented by Arthashastra, the Economic Society of Miranda House. Here's what Elon Musk tweeted in 2015. When self-driving cars become safer than human-driven cars, the public may outlaw the latter. Hopefully not. Sounds ridiculous, doesn't it? And futuristic. What would it be like to have a self-driven car? Oh, that would be so cool. Besides, I could save so much energy and brain space by not worrying about traffic. But don't you think so much of it is just psychological? The option of productivity doesn't really mean that we are actually productive. But at least we'll have the option to be productive. Plus, I would save so much money on fuel since these cars are designed to optimize efficiency. It would also reduce carbon emissions. That's not totally true. It's like when you replace fries with fiber biscuits but then end up eating three packets. It doesn't really help, does it? Similarly, having an efficient car but making it run extra errands or deciding to make it travel more kilometers would in fact not reduce your expenditure. Estimates vary whether they would reduce fuel consumption or increase it. Here's another perspective. Wouldn't the cost saving for the cab companies be significant? If they have 150 cars for instance, not only would they save on the fuel, but they would also need not hire the 150 drivers. The companies would also increase their revenue by making the cars more accessible and not having to deal with work shift issues. But this cost saving comes with another cost. The 150 people are now unemployed. Though there will be job creation in other sectors due to this automation, it would not be proportionate. The drivers who are now jobless will not be skilled enough to become the software developers that are needed. If we focus on developing countries in particular, the increase in unemployment will be much greater due to the greater unskilled labor present. However, this shouldn't lead us to the conclusion that automation is undesirable. The solution is to not do away with technological improvement but to adapt to these changes. And anyway, it would be pretty nice to be able to take a cab at night and not worry about safety and privacy. While you do get the privacy of space, the privacy of information can now be compromised. The more you depend on technology, the more vulnerable you make yourself to people with malicious intent. And coming to safety, there can be two sides to it. Considering the fact that 80% of road accidents in the US are due to human error, doing away with human involvement will greatly reduce the number of road accidents. But even though the probability of an accident happening will reduce, the intensity might be more because even a minor glitch in the technology could have a terrible impact. Something else to think about is in case of any accident, who is to be held accountable? The manufacturer, the software provider, or the owner of the car some say that the liability lies on the manufacturer in case of any design fault the software provider for software malfunction and the owner in case of any negligence in the maintenance of the vehicle that depends on the way the law is altered to incorporate the legal liability and it's not just about the criminal liability but also about the ethical dilemma let's take the trolley problem for instance There is a runaway trolley moving towards a track with 5 people tied to it. You are standing close to a lever that controls a switch. On pulling the lever, the trolley will slide onto another track, having a single person on it. Now, should you do nothing and allow 5 people to be killed on the main track 
or decide to pull the lever and let one person be sacrificed to save five others. I think I get an idea of what you're trying to say. In case a collision is inevitable, who is the machine programmed to save? Some people suggest that the outcome, which results in minimal loss of life, should be favoured. But then again, how do you justify it on moral grounds? What if the five people were strangers and the one person was Albert Einstein or even a family member? Does your answer change? And in the case of self-driven cars, there's also the issue of the car deciding whether to save the pedestrian or the passenger, the little uh, girl or the old man. Some say that this could be solved through majority opinions. MIT even created an online platform called the Moral Machine which surveyed public opinion to figure out who people would rather save. On aggregate, people everywhere believe that the moral thing for the car to do was to spare the young over the old, humans over animals and the lives of many over the few. But is the average of multiple opinions really an ethical answer? I think we shouldn't get ahead of ourselves and we need to understand that this technology is still in its early days and these prototypes will not be running on the streets in the near future. Over 10 years, maybe we'll be able to eliminate the flaws that seem unsolvable to us now. After all, in Marty McFly's universe, flying cars were already a thing in 2015.